Welcome to Loving the Christ Life. I'm Brad Wilson. Welcome to another podcast day. We appreciate you tuning in and really hope that you are enjoying these archival broadcasts from the Christ Life Fellowship. They're terrific, and we're getting so many great responses on how life-changing these are. They really are, and we're blessed to be able to bring them to you each week. Let's bring in this week's, here's another one from Warren Litzman. Greetings, dear friends. It's time for another Christ Life broadcast. And I hope that you've got somebody sitting there with you and that the two of you or three of you or however many there is. In fact, we have groups uh, in Africa that are getting a large number together just for this 15-minute broadcast. I'm so glad that you're with us today and pray that God blesses you and use you. I'm on a real interesting part of God's plan in this third verse of the third chapter of Ephesians. If you've got a Bible, turn to Ephesians 3 and 3. The verse reads, Whereby, no, how that by revelation he made known unto me the mystery. He made known unto me the mystery by revelation. In yesterday's broadcast, I got into the subject of the mystery. Why is it called a mystery? Because it was in God's plan from the beginning. When is the beginning in this book? When is the beginning before the world was created, before humans were created, before there was even a blade of grass or season, waters, anything? Nothing was created. Before anything was created, God had a plan. I'm going to talk about that plan in the days coming up here. But that plan was, according as he has chosen us in Christ before the foundation of the world. This is a, a, a thing that God had in his mind when Adam and Eve stood before him in the garden and lied to him. This was something that uh, God had in his mind when his plan in the age of consciousness fell apart. They're going into the new age of human government. How did it fall apart? God went to give more instructions to Noah, and Noah was drunk. God couldn't use him. So, so it is. He has had this in his mind, and everything took place. Here was David, his chosen after his own heart, David. And David kills a man, steals a woman, uh, takes all sorts of liberties in the flesh. But God still had it in his mind. He had it in his mind. What did he have in his mind? This mystery. This great mystery. It's bigger than anything else in the scriptures outside of the death of Jesus Christ on the cross. It's bigger than creation. It's bigger than life. Life that any human being had had prior to this time. It's bigger than that. It's greater than that. It's absolutely opposite of the life that humans have had before. This new life, this new creature life, is the heart of the mystery. The mystery. There are many Bible scholars that have divided the Bible because of the absolute greatness of the mystery. People have read their Bibles and never got it. Listened to preachers and never got it. 
been to conferences and never got it. And so God did an awesome thing. He allowed some of his chosen vessels to fix the Bible like that. The Bible isn't divided by Old Testament and New Testament. Far from it. The Bible is divided by prophecy and the mystery. That's what divides the Bible. Four-fifths of your Bible is prophecy. Things that are supposed to happen. Many of them have already happened. Those prophecies, many of them have been fulfilled. But there are many more that have not been fulfilled. Your Bible is full. Four-fifths of your Bible deals with prophecies. Only one little bit. One-fifth. And it's probably much smaller than that compared to the whole Bible. But just one-fifth of your Bible is the mystery. Yet, it is the biggest thing God ever did for a human being. He takes human beings as they are, but he says you're incomplete. We'll leave alone what you studied, what you educated to, what you taught others, what you have thought and learned, I'll leave them all like they are, but I'm going to put a new manager in. I'm going to put another life in upholding those things, using those things. That new life was Christ. That's what a Christian is. So God had done this wonderful, awesome thing of allowing some of his key servants to divide the Bible rightly between prophecy and the mystery. Paul was given these revelations. He was given these revelations that he may pass them on to us. Now that doesn't mean that you don't need a revelation of it. A revelation has to do with a love affair. Yeah, has to do with a love affair. I think of some of the greatest servants of God in the past who ever were, who couldn't come into these things because God wasn't ready. God wasn't ready to release the information on the mystery. But he is ready now. What makes him ready now and not ready in the past? Very simple. We're getting near the end. They're getting near the end, the end. And God doesn't want anybody in his house that's not house broken. And how do they change that? They get a revelation that Christ lives in them. The revelation. The fact that the preachers don't preach it doesn't mean a thing other than that they don't know the Bible. Maybe some of them can't read. Because they should read about all this and have the message, even if they don't have a revelation of it. But when that time comes when God takes a human being at his special moment and reveals his son in them, they can't preach or teach anything else in their life. They're fixed for eternity.
by the Christ that lives. We'll be back to Warren and more of this great message today being presented, as always, by the Christ Life Fellowship. The Christ Life Fellowship offers group Bible study materials. If you didn't know that, they include a set of terrific workbooks that cover the foundations of the Christ life. The first in this series is called The Joy of Knowing Who I Am, and it's available in print and ebooks at the CLF store at our website. Again, that's christ-life.org. We'd love for you to go and read all about these books and other materials available for you there. Christ-life.org. Now, back to Warren. So if they're preachers, it'll be from then on, Christ will be the preacher through them. He'll be the teacher through the teachers. He'll be the car worker through the mechanic. It'll be Christ's life. That's the new creation life. God sent his son to this earth before and they killed him. All in the plan. But they didn't like him. They killed him. This time his son is back on this earth in human beings. Every saved human being has Christ in them. But if they don't learn about it, if they don't know what's happening to them, if they don't understand what's taking place, that's bad. That's bad. So, we finish out that third verse finally. I spent enough time on it. Let's go to verse 4. Verse 4 says, Whereby, when you read, you may understand my knowledge in the mystery of Christ. Oh, his knowledge. He was a rabbi. He was smart. He was trained to be somebody to bring forth truth. But you know what? You'll understand my knowledge in the mystery of Christ. What is the mystery of Christ? Is it something dangling out there that can only be dealt with in somebody's dark room over a ball or something? No. The mystery is Christ lives in me. That's a mystery. You think the world will ever understand that? No. You think the doctors will ever understand that? No. Nobody's going to ever understand that. Nobody's going to know anything about it. Because it's going to be hidden from them. Not by God. God's got it right out in blazing words right in the Bible. And it says there that you need a revelation. Ephesians 1 and 17 says, Paul says, I'm praying for you that you'll have the spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of Christ. Everybody's running around singing about Christ, talking about Christ, writing sermons about Christ, doing things about Christ, doing it all for Christ. And they don't even know Him in this regard. They're doing what they, they feel good about. They're doing what somebody said needed to be done. 
But this crust that lives in them goes begging for a little time, goes begging to be understood, goes begging to get out through them. You see, that's the way God intended Jesus to come back to this earth because he's not coming back to this earth in the rapture. We're going to meet him in the air. And that's another subject. We'll talk about it later. He's not going to set foot on this earth and he claims God's children that are born again. We're going to meet him up in the air. Because that's the way God wanted it. That's the way God felt it ought to be done. But Jesus would not have to go through another, so to speak, a hell on this earth trying to get by religion and get by man and governments and fools and whatever. No, sir. He's going to put Christ in every one of his born-again children. Now, what they do with him, they'll answer to God for. But most of them that are born again are doing something about the Christ that lives in them. They're getting him out. They want him to come forth. They want him to be their life. Why? Because they are Christians. Christ persons. That's what they want. That's what they. That's what they're. They're expecting God to do through them. So this this verse that I'm talking about, this fourth fourth verse, says, "But when you read, you'll understand my knowledge in the mystery of Christ." He said, "There's another place in the book where I'm talking about this, and I'm not." been for sure which one it may be his words in Ephesians 1 maybe that's where he first talked about this or it could be over in Galatians chapter 1 or it could be over in Romans 6 number of places it could have been but he said I've talked about this before isn't that good he was able to say that I'm not just bringing this out here in Ephesians. I've talked about this before. My knowledge in the mystery of Christ. I'll tell you what that knowledge meant. When he sat down with pen in hand and wrote the epistles under Christ's supervision, he did one thing that no other writer in the Bible did. For every important subject he wrote on, he used the terms in Christ, in whom, in him. It was always in Christ. Why? Because that was his knowledge. If you don't understand that, he thinks it don't matter what you do understand don't matter well it matters about time my time is about up see I just get started on something and I have to go to another, to another time and I will I'll be back tomorrow for another time in the word till the whole world knows I'm going to be shouting and hollowing what the mystery is help me will you help me help me spread the message Learn the message. 
you got to learn it before you can actually do anything with it. I'll help you to learn it if you want. Check our bookstore. Just a few pages over on this computer. I'll see you tomorrow morning. God love every one of you. Bye-bye. We hope you've enjoyed today's message from Warren Litzman. We're so honored to be here with you each week to present these great messages to you from the Christ Life Fellowship archives that Warren left behind. They're priceless and they're timeless. And we hope you get a lot out of them each and every week. Hey, don't forget to tell your friends and family about this podcast. We put a new one up every Saturday, and it's available wherever podcasts are heard. And don't forget about the website, christ-life.org. That's where you'll find our Christ Life Fellowship website. Read all about us. Read about Warren and Robbie Litzman, and go to our store and find messages just like this available to you to listen to anytime at home or read at home. Thank you again for being with us. Until next time, I'm Brad Wilson, loving the Christ life.